Six minutes after five here on High Tide. If you're thinking of heading out today, I wouldn't call it a bad one, would you, Mr Blake? Uh, it looks pretty good. Might get a little bit wet, but bad luck. Southerly, 15 to 25 knots, tending southeasterly in the afternoon. Seas around one metre, increasing to one to 1.5 during the afternoon. The swell will be easterly around one metre inshore, increasing to one to 1.5 offshore. That is for Broken Bay. Uh, Broken Bay right through to a port hacking. Now, Mr. Yes. Blake, Mr. Blake, I've got to tell you, there was a little bit of a blow-up last week. There was a blow-up last week? There was a little bit of a blow-up last week. You remember that we uh, started with our new intros that were coming online? Ah, uh, yes. Somebody said, well, how, hey, how come the guy up north gets one? Wasn't the little fat fella up north? I'm not going to say, I'll, I will let him tell you how it was, but without any further ado... And actually, that. Order, order. The professor is now in class. Good morning, boys. Good morning, sir. Students, pay attention. Here's Laurie McAnally. <coughs> I think school is gonna be great. Let's find out. Good morning, Laurie. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just wondered why that telly cubby from Channel 7 got a run and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay, I like it. That's, uh, that's from um, well, that's from the sixties. Alan, uh, Alan and I had a chat. We're going to we're going to um, do little updates each week to oh, it, just yeah. to keep you on your toes. I've got a, I've got a preference for Billy Joel's Stormfront. <laughs> a, few, a few bars out of that would is, is more my style. But the hurricane would work too, wouldn't I'll it? I'll go with a, I'll go with the professor. There you go. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we better get on with some fishing, eh? Please, <laughs> yes. That was good. Uh, lots of, uh, well, marginally, uh, well, actually marginally worse weather this week, but we could fish. But uh, certainly worse fishing than the last few weeks. We've had, we had a really good run over that Christmas New Year period. That was a fantastic fish uh, for bottom, if you like, bottom fishing. And normally, this time of year, bottom fishing is really tough because the current runs are three knots. And you just... And it runs right to the bank. So uh, that hasn't happened so far. So anyway, look at just how it is. Water temp, 25.4. So it's warmish. It gets warmer. We'll see. It, all the boffins are telling us there's warmer water out wide going to come in. So we'll, we'll wait and see. Water's nice and blue. Plenty of bait. Um, and anyway, we, we fished on Tuesday and uh, had an unusual day. We got 15 nice fish. Uh, this is with uh, Winnie Lowe and Polish Pete. And um, it was just one of those days. We got about 10 of the 15 fish in about the first half hour, and then the rest, we st- <laughs> and the rest of the day, we, we just we just uh, tickled away at it. So, but it was really interesting. There's a place up north with, with two hard, quite large, hard bits with a couple of hundred yards of sand in between them. And normally I would do each bit one at a time. But the current was running out. We were in 54 metres, so I just let the boat roll. The snapper, we caught seven snapper on the sand be- between the two hard bits. <laughs> yeah, all the logic, you know, you, you, yeah. would you say, yeah, yeah, the professor, you know everything. Well, you, you never know everything. It's always something different. Anyway, we caught a big tusky, a big tusky seven snapper uh, and a couple of trags off this, in, out in the sand. So anyway, look, I'll, I'll take them, it's, you know. If I hadn't if I hadn't fished there, I would have had a pretty ordinary day because all we got for the rest of the four hours, we got about uh, I think we got one. Well, we did. We got one more tusky, 
know, a couple of moeys, a couple of snapper and a couple of bits and pieces, but it wasn't a lot, a couple of pigfish. And I will say we had one of the pigfish at the Chinese restaurant in done in steamed in, with ginger and shallots. Those pigfish are a mighty fish to eat. They're just right up there. And this thing, they, I thought, well, you know, well, I take a take something else. I take this, take that. So I took a snapper and the pigfish. Well, the pigfish was a skeleton before they got even half of the snapper down. So, <laughs> so that was that. We got a few muddies. So we had a few mud crabs. I mean, in, we had mud crabs in ginger. Um, yeah, mud crabs in chili. Chili mud crab, and we put the noodles underneath it when it's served. So when you finish the mud crab. You get all these crabby, yummy, chilly noodles sitting in the bottom mm-hmm. of it. It's rather good. Yes. <laughs> so we, we had a couple of mud crabs. I think Julie had mud crab and black bean. And, yeah, then everyone bottled off home. So that was – the the fishing was okay. The other boats, look, the mackerel just are there. There's been ones and twos all week. But they are definitely not thick. I can tell you now, I've, I tried and uh, with the lures – and didn't even get a bite, so I'll give that one a bit of a miss for a couple of weeks until I hear they're getting a few more. I will try. I may try with both. If I get a really nice morning, I'll just zoom up at daylight and put in a couple of hours and zoom home. So I've got a heap on this week, so it won't be a lot this happening. I've got three days running around this week, so one for the car, one for uh, one for medical for Julie, and teeth for me. <laughs> I get my final lot of teeth this week. <laughs> Good to see. So no, so that was all right. You can't fish out wide on the bottom because of the current. Still plenty of dolphin fish, heaps of dolphin fish. Not not many marlin. Little again, ones and twos here and there, but not in the numbers you would expect. However, I'll just you sort of clarify that the real fair dinkum stuff usually starts about the Australian long weekend, Australia Day long weekend. We do have Australia Day still, don't we? Yes, we do. We do. Yes. Well, good. Because the boxing kangaroo flag will be out the front and. I'm going to have some lamb. It's <laughs> a way to go. Well, well, I'm thinking of having lamb with vegan stuffing this, this, <laughs> this year. How would that, how would that go? Oh, very good. Very good. We'll, we will, we'll be on the, in the parade at Australia Day in the Harbour enjoying ourselves with all the other millions of people. All the, all the, all the wombats can stay at home if they don't want to celebrate it. Oh, look, if you, if you want to be, a, you know, if you want to be a grump, that's all I've got. Hello, I've got my fasty gals here, the little girl ones jumping around on the front veranda. Yeah. <laughs> Julie took a heap of photos this week. So what they do, we found that they're coming. We, we put um, um, maple syrup out for the honey eaters, and they're coming for that. Okay. Here we are. We're into it. We're going end up. It's, we're right into it. <laughs> I'll put a photo on the on the web for you. Yes. On the, part of the web page. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so we have a, we have a dancing fasky girl. They fly around at 100 miles an hour. They don't live very long. The males only live for 11 months, 12 months. The girls go about two or three years. So, um, but the males do spend the last three weeks of their life, yeah, in, in a blissful state. <laughs> they just mate for three weeks. Okay. <laughs> and it just wears them out and they die. Okay. Don't blame them. <laughs> Well, that sounds like the male mud crabs in Queensland because there's now sort of 30 females to every male mud crab because they've got this silly rule where you've only taken the males. Well, why don't they have it where you can take one jenny and then as many males, or at least even it out a little bit type of thing? I don't know. I, mean, I look, I was, every time I fish up there, I, well, I don't crab up there anymore because it's hardly worth it. When I, was the, I mean, you can catch plenty of muddies, obviously, but uh, I'm just saying they, they haven't helped their fishery at all. So uh, anyway... 
So back to, back to fishing. So offshore's okay. You'll get a feed. Um, there's been kingies at Fish Rock, legal. Terry went there and got he got seven legal, six or seven legal kingies on the Kabura jigs, uh, and, and and other jigs on other lures. So that was all right. And what else has been there? There was a coral trout called a black rock. I know that. Okay. Uh, I saw a photo on the on the local social media of a about a one kilo coral trout that got caught down there on so, holidays. Oh no! I've caught that's I've caught two. What have I got? I've got a coronation trout and two coral trout. Yeah, coronation about, trout's good. Yeah, look, bring on this global warminating stuff. We're getting all these, <laughs> you know, just add some coral trout and add some some more of these Moses perch and throw in a few barramundi in the river, and I'll be right. I'll, I'll, I'll just take the Moses perch, thank you. Look, I've, I've got to tell you, you get a you get a one kilo Moses perch, hook him up whole, put him on the table. It is just one of the nicest fish to eat yes. you've ever had. Yes. Uh, just sensational. Um, so, yeah, so that's offshore's okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm expecting more pelagics with, with the current. If we get some more current, we'll get more pelagics. Although I'm listing up the coast, there's not many mackerel at Malulabar, which is a bit of a worry. Uh, or marlin either. So it might be, we might have a bit of an ordinary or a late season. Yeah. So that's okay. Beach and Rock, we've had a bit of a, we've finally had some whiting turn up. They started last week, as I said in my report, they were on North Beach, which is the beach that runs off from Stewart's Point. There's a quite a few there, but there's been quite a few caught here too, behind the north wall or behind the jail wall and behind the uh, along the back creek, um, back beach, there's been a few. They're good size, uh, not as thick as sometimes, but there's certainly people getting bag limits. I've, I've heard several people say they've caught their bag limit of... Uh, of uh, good whiting, and uh, North Gap Beach would probably be the pick. If you want a lovely sheltered location and you don't mind walking, but uh, the main beach between Hathead and uh, Smoky Cape's got a few, but you will get a feed. So beach worms are the go, and and don't, like everyone, we keep telling everyone, don't you don't have to throw out to the out, out of Mongolia. You just have to throw out to the back of the break. They're quite close, and particularly if the tides up a bit, they're right behind the break. So just just throw out thirty metres and and uh, keep your bait moving. Don't anchor your bait. So whiting all right, there's a few dark, a handful of brim, a handful of flatties. And there are still tailor, these smaller summer tailor in the in the uh, in the big breaks along the beach. So you see the birds diving, have a have a shot at that. Uh what else have we had? In the in the estuary, I had a very quiet day after telling everybody for months how good the flathead run was. I took Alex Galeer out and we got one brim. <laughs> <laughs> well the conditions were a bit difficult. Strong nor'easter on on Wednesday. And uh, not 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 that not that conducive, but I still should have done a bit better than that. Um, he was happy. He took the brim home and a couple of muddies, and told me he enjoyed his lunch. Um, but yeah, but there's been a, a, a bit of a letdown in the river on the on the flatties. Other people, and I saw a few boats yesterday while I was pulling the crab traps. Just one thing: if you're going to use keeper net, folks, I, I will tell you the water temperature is 26 degrees in the river. So those fish you've got in the keeper net are 26 degrees. Mm-hmm. This is not a good plan. They don't like it, do they? No. Well, no. no look, you don't keep anything fresh at 26 degrees. <laughs> let's no, no, no. Let's you know, particularly if you catch the fish, a couple of fish first up, they're going to be sitting in 26 degree water dead for four hours. Yeah. So please, esky and ice, everybody. Just you know, ice is the ice is the key. But there were plenty of people in the in the creeks yesterday spinning flathead. So I, I, I saw guys in Spencer's Creek with a reasonable catch. Cox's Creek, the same, had a few. Now there are 
also very good, I've heard. Quite good flat out if you take the Kemp's, uh, Kemp's Corner and go up towards Stewart's Point. Uh, that has some nice flathead in it. And also, at the top of there, near the old tennis courts on Shark Island and all the weed beds up, they're getting small numbers, twos and threes and fours, but very good blue swimmer crabs. So if you want to put your traps in, you can get a feed of blue swimmers up there. You can stay away from my mud crab traps then. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's that's, uh, that's our fishing. we better take our little break, I guess. We'll yes, please. Thanks, Laurie. We'll right. be back, back with more of Laurie in a minute. 2SM Super Network News. From global events to local stories, we've got you covered. The federal government is calling for greater housing development in a bid to tackle the nation's housing supply. Super Network News is immediate, independent and unbiased. There's some good news for people with mortgages, with interest rates expected to remain steady for most of the year. Stay informed with our team, bringing you the news that impacts your world. 2SM Super Network News. Conferences and corporate golf days that will really impress your guests are half of the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Not one, not two, but three functional conference spaces and a contemporary clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green. Make Twin Creeks your ideal conference or corporate golf day venue. To find out more, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful Function staff on 960. 670-8888. Do you suffer from mild arthritis, osteo and other aches and pains? With its natural organic ingredients, Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel might assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveoilcollection.com.au. Or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. Introducing the 2023 World Performance Car of the Year, the Kia EV6 GT. 430 kilowatts of power and 740 newton metres of torque. With its unique Australian-tuned GT suspension and steering, the Kia EV6 exceeds all expectations. The Kia EV6 GT. The most powerful Kia ever built. Kia. Movement that inspires. For those high-rise and difficult-access painting jobs, Skyhook Painting is the answer. Instead of using costly and unsightly scaffolding, Skyhook's expert tradesmen will abseil down your building, preparing and painting the surface as they go. So if you've got a high-rise or difficult-access painting job, get in touch with Skyhook Painting. Go to skyhookpainting.com.au or phone 0449-849-949. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? 2SM has simply talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 
<laughs> 21 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, Al. You were talking with Laurie McAnally. Yeah, here we go. Now, apart from learning this week that sometimes the snapper on the sand. <laughs> on the sand? On the sand, yeah. That's what you said. On the Kate, sand. Said, well, just, you weren't listening before, were you? No, I was yeah, trying busy. to... Yeah. It was unpicking the technological stuff. That's it. it. Glitch. Gremlins loose in technical <laughs> yes, computer are. hardware. Fun morning. It's like me the other one. I don't know what happened. We, we, we live in the bush. I was on the computer whatever day it was, Thursday, and it wouldn't take anything. It just, no. Yeah. <laughs> in the end, I just turned it off, came back upstairs and went, it won't work. So, <laughs> I thought, oh, do I call it? Oh, anyway. So I went down Friday morning, turned it all on, and it was as happy as anything. Yes, glitch. <laughs> no, up, uh, we have trouble up here when because um, you only have so many lines, I think, or what, I don't know. We're still on copper. Yeah, we're not. We don't have uh, Wi-Fi or any. We don't have any. Well, we I can get it, I suppose. You need Starlink. I need something, yeah. But Starlink. It, just, it likes if you try and download something, it'll just it'll just buffer away. And sometimes I go down and it won't load, and so I leave it just running. And then I come down and turn it all off. It and, and I turn it on the next morning, and it's all there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got like, the best yeah. internet in the world, haven't you? Heard what the government keeps telling us? Well, oh we've yeah, the, we've certainly got the best politicians money can buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we've had we've had the police up here a lot this running around this year. The Alan will Alan will know. The, Grant won't realise this, but uh, the. Um, this year they've been picking on the people with the with the push bikes on the back, obscuring the, the back number, number plates. You've got to have an auxiliary right, number plate on them. Yes. They just gave them an absolute yeah. So they left the boat the boat straps alone this year, and, and Grant wasn't here. One of my one of sorry two of my really brilliant commercial fishermen. One got booked for the exact same offence. No no strap on your boat three days apart. <laughs> Yeah, well, the they deserve it. Yep. And the cop said, you're a slow learner, aren't you, son? You're <laughs> <laughs> probably right. And then, of course, one of my, another one of the geniuses got caught coming into the co-op and he followed him into the co-op car park. And this young bloke's got a little bit of a temper on him and he, he started to tell the copper about his parentage <laughs> and, a, and a few other. He was giving the policeman free advice, I thought, this is not going to end well. I thought, just take the, you know. So take the list. Yeah. Did he get fined for uh, failing the attitude test? Well, what happened was he got. He still got the three hundred eighty-five and the three points for the uh, uh, for the trailer. Yeah. It's a fair fine. You, you Absolutely. Have to strap on. You have to have the straps on the boat. You got to tie down any anyway, load. That's right. Yeah. And after yeah, after failing the attitude test, of course, he went round. He found a defect on the trailer. So the bloke couldn't go to work for four days till he got his trailer fixed. <laughs> Don't please, just yes. It's yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three bags full, sir. Sorry about that. Thank sure. you. But you, you know, arguing arguing with the police is not going to win. It's like arguing with the referee in rugby league. The, one, <laughs> the ones I love, Laurie. I'm a sovereign citizen. Oh yeah, you're, you're a muppet. That That's what you are. <laughs> a complete and utter muppet. Well, the, the police like that one too because they'll just give you more. You know. Oh, but but they still take all the government handouts, don't they, the sovereign citizens? Yeah. No, the oh, sovereign okay. citizens wouldn't be anywhere else because, you know, Medicare, uh, yeah. the Dole, yeah. you know. Well, hey, look, don't, no, no, don't. I'm okay on that one, but don't ever rev Julie up on that one. <laughs> <laughs>
because we, we, we just, she cannot abide, which she doesn't mind if she's working for money and the tax comes out on POIE, but when you work for yourself and she has to write that cheque every year for one hit for the, all the tax. Yes. So you can you can hear the teeth grinding. <laughs> how many you know, how many bludgers am I keeping working this week? <laughs> She's right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we've done our tax we've paid our tax. We're happy now. We're happy little people. The tax will leave us alone for the next twelve months. So yeah, but uh no, but the <clears throat> The coppers, the tire biters, haven't been as sort of red hot as they have in previous years. They're a bit better this year, but uh, the, the boat ramp's still an issue. Just people do such, you know, I don't know. Just we saw a bloke, an, an older fellow. He must even older than Kieran. Well, not as old as Kieran, but older than me. He, careful, careful, careful. Okay, he hops out of the car, and his son is who's about fifty something. Is reversing the car down to the boat ramp. He gets a phone call from someone. He's walking behind the boat, turns his back on the boat <laughs> and takes the phone call and gets summarily run over. So we're all screaming and yelling and tooting horns and we're sitting there. Nothing you can do sitting in your car 30 yards away. Anyway, ran him over and he, he got a few stitches in his head for his trouble. So if you're going to take a, you know, if you're going to walk behind the boat, move to the side where the driver can see you. Yes. So we had that and we had a couple of guys push in on the, on jet skis. You know, there was about eight boats waiting to come up the ramp at lunchtime. They just drove straight in. And the fellow coming down the ramp just drove his trailer straight over them. So that was good. That was, that was spectacular. <laughs> that would have been they interesting. Certainly, they certainly got the message out of that. <laughs> it was a bit of gel coat. A bit of gel coat went flying. Quite interesting. Yeah. And they're all yelling and screaming. And this bloke's got this 21-foot, you know, nice big double-axle trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even see you there, mate. Gee, well, you're not, you're not on the ramp. I'm, I'm the next one out. That's why I'm here. I didn't know about you. I didn't even see you, mate. <laughs> uh, anyway, it, it, so, it's funny, but it is dangerous. That's yeah, the only thing. Yeah. That's, I have uh, to tell you, I have to tell you that the, if the Maritime's going to do something, it's forget all the stuff on the water. Get the people to enjoy launching and retrieving their boats. This is where all the conflict is. So, you know, get the BOEs, put them in a flak jacket, give them an Utsi, and sort it out. An Utsi, an Utsi and a baseball bat. Let them go. You want to set up a little bar near the boat ramp so people can watch it and have no, it. No, I reckon, to... Alan, we should fund it. We should, we, we could fund it. We just, we just put a couple of film crews on, on really busy boat ramps. Yes. And we'll win honey, Funniest Home Video, for sure. Well, Brow Waters Marine is great to sit up the balcony there having a seafood feed watching them launch a retrieve. There's quite <laughs> yeah, a few people, that's Laurie, that's on right. YouTube that actually do that. They go down and film all the shenanigans at, at boat ramps and, and post them on their... Uh... Yeah, Graham, Graham Donaldson regularly sends me, you know, Audis, Audis parked up to their front windscreen in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> From the boat ramp under Roseville Bridge there, Graham regularly launches his boats there and he sees all sorts of... Weird and wonderful things. <laughs> he, he sent me a beauty of an Audi that was here, deep, deep, deep in it. And uh, I forget what else he sent me. A couple of other ones, but pretty much the same. But hang on, he's talking to a bloke who's left a Range Rover in the in the drink. So, mm-hmm. so I've done it. I've done it too. So I just, it's just funny. Yeah, I just think we should, you know, get a, a proper film crew so it's done on, you know, done professionally. And we can sell the footage. You know, by the time you put. You know, twenty weeks or ten ten weeks of filming together, you'll have an hour. Of, you know, you'll have people rolling around the rolling around the aisles. Yeah, ramp cam. Yeah, ramp cam. Yeah, we'll, ramp we'll just, cam. 
Yeah. Oh, a bloke's getting reversed over. That'll do it. That'll get every. That'll tickle everybody's funny bone. But just, I'm just saying, this it's, it's the place where there are issues. So just, um, we'll just see how we go from there. But anyway, we've got a, a bit of bad weather, and I'm busy this week, so I probably won't be fishing till Friday. So we'll see how we go. Okay. But, but otherwise, we've had a great, we've had a great Christmas with some fabulous fish. Winnie went home yesterday with a. A little red Camry full of fish boxes. Uh, <laughs> Good to see. Full of um, phone boxes, full of fish fillets, and she takes all the pig fish home. She's Chinese. Yes. So the pig fish went home, and her two sisters from Hong Kong are arriving next week. So she took home the pig fish and a, a bunch of pearl perch fillets. She takes, but see, the Chinese, she takes all the heads home. Yeah, make their the soup, soup and yeah, yeah. she yeah. will not. Yeah, all the heads come off and are packed lovingly in you know shrink wrap plastic bags. But they no, they cook the heads. They love them. Yeah. So they waste a lot less fish than we do. Absolutely. We tend to take, tend to take the fillets off and then throw the rest. Well, we don't because obviously our fillets end up in crab pots. So, oh, we didn't do the hand bone challenge. I did the hand bone challenge this week. For again, Grant Boyd and listeners who don't know, every year when we finish our ham, the the big skin on the outer and the bone go in a crab trap, and we see how many we get. The very first year, I got seven big mud crabs off my ham bone. Wow. So we converted a $60 ham into 300 bucks worth of mud crabs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Gold. real value. That's Absolutely. Real value. And last year I only got I got four, and this year I only got two. So I converted, uh, well, the mud crabs are much dearer this year, so I still converted, I only got a half ham, so I shouldn't have expected some, a good result. <laughs> so so uh, I was a bit, I was a bit, well, we had a lot less people this year, so I only got a half a ham. But yeah, the ham bone this year was, was, Two good big ones and a small one. So I still got a hundred bucks worth of muddies off my off my thirty dollar half a ham. That's good. There's, it's an in, look. I'm telling you, folks, it's an investment. <laughs> <laughs> one so thing, that, Laurie, you're talking about wasting a fish, and up north we use all the time the wings off the fish is some of yeah. the best eating fish. Oh, get the get the wings off the kingy. Yeah. Do them in Terry. If you know how to do a really good teriyaki, and again, go on, go on the computer, you'll find, because I heard you talk about octopus last week. There are a million good octopus recipes. And if you want a good one, fairground octopus. Fairground octopus, okay. Fairground octopus on the computer with um, patatas, patatas bravas. Oh, yes. With fish, ah, with potatoes. Yeah. And it is fantastic. Anyway, because there's a, there was a, a, they were catching a lot of okies. We were catching them before Christmas. They're obviously down in the... Uh, down at the uh, Taree now, but uh, yeah. So just just get a recipe for the. Uh, there's a recipe for everything on there. Yeah. The kingfish, the, the kingfish and jewfish wings in teriyaki is just sensational. Okay, uh, right. Ronnie Abdullah just sent me a, a text saying that he saw a, a nice uh, flathead caught at Jerseyville Bridge pylon around 800 millimeters long on a live herring. Yeah, the the well is. The kids he caught uh, last week, as I was saying, they caught two about uh, just under seven hundred and and a uh, and a nice four kilo mulloway fishing off the bank at, Jer- at the at Jersey Bridge on the wharf. Okay. With live her- with live herring, they catch the live herring, and you use live bait, you'll change the colour of your day. I promise you. Okay. And I'll, we'll, we'll do a, I'll, I'll do a rig and uh, hook arrangement for next week. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Larry. My rig and hook arrangement. See how we go. My hook and rig arrangements in the post. Thank you very much for that, yeah, Mister. No, your, no, your bag. You should get your bag tomorrow or the next day. Yep. Can't you'll get wait. a phone, you'll, you'll get a tracking thing tomorrow or something. Yep, it'll be there. You're a ledge. 
I, I, look, I even I even put an idiot bubble on it for you. <laughs> you know me well. <laughs> no, I've lost two this year. I've done it for myself as well. I put a little float with a clip on. And once you've attached it to the bollard, then take the idiot bubble off. Okay. Once it's firmly attached to your bollard or cleat for yeah. bowling, you can unclip because it's on a little snap clip. You unclip the idiot bubble. But until you've done that, leave the bubble on. Leave it all together. <laughs> Can't wait to see it. I'll see you later. Thanks, Laurie. Bye-bye. It's 26 minutes away from six. Coming up on the other side of this, we're going to catch up with PJ. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Laws. Mr Hunt will replace the former minister, Susan Lee, who's been forced to resign over her travel expenses. Absolutely stupid lady and greedy in the extreme. Centrelink are comparing a fortnightly figure with a yearly figure and clearly they're going to get discrepancies. They're asking you to go away and prove something from six years ago that they already know and until you can prove otherwise, you've got to pay the debt. What he's saying is that I'm a cheat and a liar because they're saying, well, you prove that what we've got is not correct. So, in other words, you're guilty until you can prove yourself innocent instead of the other way around. I can't believe it. You must be short of money, you poor bugger. You've never worked in January in your life. God, you're an awful man. You're really an awful man. If, if we can call you a man, I think you sound like an emasculated goose, actually. You're keeping the dream alive. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am. On 2SM. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit licence number 392182. If you need help with repairs or maintenance to your strata unit or your commercial building, network construction services could save you a hell of a lot of time and, believe me, a lot of money as well. You might want assistance with things like waterproofing or concrete cancer repairs, which can be a curse. You can find out more by going to network construction constructionservices.com.au or better still you can talk to Steve on the telephone if you want to 9808-5673 got it 9808-5673 are you building a new home well there's a more affordable way with a PAL kit home Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years you can become an owner builder and manage the building of your own home PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au 2SM Have your say. Call 131269 On 2SM and the Super Radio Network This is High Tide Brought to you by Shimano Tomorrow's Tackle Today 
Thank you, Jono. Yes, you're listening to High Tide on the Super and Radio Tony Vitre set you up very well today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he said that we were rusty, and then I'll come in and everything I've touched just will not work this morning. It's <laughs> doing my head in. One thing that will work though. Yes. Is Peter Johnson. He's out working at the moment. Always movie. works. He went up there to retire. Yeah, he's doing a good job of it. Morning, PJ. Uh, well, it is morning. I won't say good, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Laurie with the pro fisherman up there? Got booked for not tying his boat down and then got the and same. Three days later. <laughs> yeah, well, what, what, what can you say? You know, like, you just. Um, you, you know the local cops are going to be targeting your area for different things during holiday times, you know? That's right. And, you know, you get written up for $385 and three points, and you go, well, I've worked a week for nothing so far. Yes. I'll use my straps. That's it. It's not rocket science, is it? Plus, it's a safety thing with any you know, load. You know how Laurie goes, he only has to be 5% smarter than the mud crab to catch him? Yes. That bloke's not in that class. <laughs> he, he might not be a mud crabber. <laughs> <laughs> no, crazy, yeah. Oh, well, anyway, you know, like, um, hey, um, you know, his uh, intro, don't even think of that for me, Grant. <laughs> Hint. <laughs> What's been happening fishing-wise, my friend? Well, um... I was talking to you yesterday about the dollies um, when the current's on there. There, yesterday there was heaps of uh, heaps of dolphin fish hit the uh, the cleaning tables and some big bulls. You know, there was one there that came in that was uh, eleven and a half kilo. That's an amazing dolly. Um, most of the fish that have been coming in around that two and a half to three kilo, but um, that big one there, he was part of a catch. Some other people had them at six and eight kilo. So um, that. Big one took a trolled skirt. They're out chasing the, um, the striped marlin that are out wide and uh, end up taking a skirt. So there's plenty uh, There's plenty of surface fish action when the currents run. And there's a few bonito in close. Um, <coughs> we'll generally find next month, um, going through to um, like February, March into April, there'll be a lot more bonito around. Um, and they'll be in a lot close grounds like gillies and curfews and up around mermaids. So the mackerel should be turning up um, around about. February around like late February they should be around mermaid and then make their way down to um um Dennis Shales down North Old Bar. So I did say a couple of weeks ago we'd probably have an early season. Um I was a bit disturbed to hear Laurie say there wasn't much happening up in the Lulabar because that's a good indicator. Um given that we had the early signs of bait and you know there was marlin around my dad and I thought we might do that, but it looks like there's a gap in the um in the current and that's probably caused by the cyclones and all that they've had out so um, once that settles down and the current keeps streaming uh, to the south, we should start seeing some, some good fish coming over. Um, yeah, crabs are around Crokai. Uh, we've had the crabs to ourselves, Bevan Cross and myself, and I think I sh- should have kept quiet about it because uh, uh, there's about 20 traps out the place when we went to get them, but there's still plenty of nice blue swimmies around there. Bevan had a bit of um, a bit of um, share farming happen to him and he pulled up one of his uh, witch's hats and it wasn't torn. The bait was gone and a big hole in it. But, you know, normally when the muddy gets in there or an eel gets in there, it tears a net and it frays. There's no fraying. It was cut. So the muddy's been tied up and they've just sort of held the net, cut it over a bucket and, you know, thrown the trap back. So 
God help me if he catches you. That's all I can say. Fella that lives there knows all the local waterways, so I'm sure he'd know where to hide a body or two. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just putting more crab bait out. Burly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, the, the, the river's um, been fishing pretty well for muddies up there and um, and swimmers. Um, there's, a, there's a mixture around, like um, uh, mouth of lens down, river down to... Um, Oxley Bend, it's, um, you know, probably more swimmers than muddies at the moment, but, you know, like, who cares if you get either? <laughs> You've got to feed. Um, I, I swapped some um, blue swimmers to one of the one of the fellas in town, and they've got some nice bullocks heart tomatoes, so, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's a bartering economy. I swapped some nice fish for eggs the other day, and uh, it just goes on and on. The, the, the beaches, man, I mean... Um, the, the beaches have got some traffic on them at the moment, but there's still plenty of fish. Look, the widening up, like, between Old Bar Caravan Park and up to Farquhar Park where the entrance to the inlet is to the southern channel of the Manning, that's been fishing really well for widening on nippers and, and worms. And then if you want to go around the Manning Point and come down to Farquhar Park, there's plenty of uh, fish to be had. Um, you know, there's something like about six or seven kilometres of beach there that you can fish down to the um, inlet. Plenty of whiting coming in. And Warren Ward's brought some of the studs up there. You know, I saw a 43-centimetre whiting the other day. And, um, man, oh, man, you know, it was nearly sticking to me wrist around the back of the head. It was a, a damn good fish. Um, and caught by a fellow's wife, and she said, this thing hit the worm, and she said, it took off. She said, I thought I had a jewy on. And, and, and that's, that's what happens. These bigger whiting, they hit. You think you've got a little school jew on, but... Having said that, there's still a few um, small dew coming in off the beach. I, um, I got there one there at uh, 65 centimetres there and another one at 57. So they're coming through. Um, you know, night time, if you can get the tides. We've had some funny tides there. Earlier on in the week, there was a, a 0.3 of a metre low to a 0.8 of a metre high. It wasn't much movement, so the gutters weren't working as good, but we still managed to get a few fish. But now we've got these two metre high tides, and it's just weird. But I haven't had a chance to get down the Breckenridge Channel and anchor up for some prawns on the dark, so I might have missed this one. Um, but I do know some people have been um, wading the flats and getting quite a few good prawns um, around the back of the um, uh, of the lakes at Foster. Um, if you go down to Green Point and down around the, the sailing um, club, there's a big expanse of yellow flat water there. You can walk around there wading, but you've got to do... You don't lift your feet and put them down, you shuffle, because it's called the stingray shuffle. Um, that way, if you just shuffle it, you just hit the edge of their... their, their um, they're flat and they scoot off. But if you lift your foot up and step down, you step right in the middle of the back, and that's when you can wear a barb. So uh, you've got to be careful when you're doing that. But there's um, plenty of prawns to be had. You'll get enough to get a feed for your family anyway. Um, offshore's come good for snapper. I was talking to Benny Pike yesterday. His trapping's been going pretty well. He's getting uh, fish in that 55 to 80 metre mark. So um, with the current starting to pick up, he'll start bringing his traps in a bit closer but as you said every time he comes up with one of his traps he throws he throws a pilly out on a 7 0 and he gets himself a doll and fish before he pulls the trap so if you want to chase the dollies crowdy fad or crowdy wave rider which is closer or um decent uh, set of trap bubbles is not a bad place to do it um so there's crabs in the river there's prawns in the lake the beaches have got whiting mate what else do you want in life it's pretty good yeah, but um, 
Yeah, it's 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 coming on that it's it's predominantly going to be beach and offshore in the next next month or so. So I'll be concentrating the efforts on that because mackerel season turns up. You know what I'm like. I'm obsessed with mackerel. I'll go up the coast for an hour and a half and chase them, and, and then um, keep venturing down the coast and, and chasing them. But yeah, they don't get too thick down off old bar, but we'll get a few spotties. I don't know if we'll get the the um, the size that Laurie was getting earlier on there the other week, you know, seven, eight kilo spotties, they're good fish, but we're going to get them around the three and a half to four kilo here at Old Bar. But, um, yeah, no, it won't, be, uh, it won't be for lack of trying if we don't get them, I can tell you. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good, Pete. That's about it, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm running a bit late. I got a flat tide this morning. Uh. all out, so that was the B2. And then I, you know, I called into the workshop to get it changed over and that. And, uh, just on these high kids, we've got no room for spare, so I just limped into port to the workshop. And then um, I'm leaving port, said back on the road, and said, Don't hurry, your trailers haven't left Brisbane yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I promise I'll be kind with your intro, trust me. Yeah, well, oh, I was trying to pack a poo tickets today, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just here at the top of um, Dirty Creek Range, so I'm about 30 minutes from Grafton, so the trailers should probably turn up by the time I get there, and then. Um, I've got three drops to do on the way home. Happy day. <laughs> okay. Thanks, PJ. Safe driving. Yep. See you later. Okay. Bye. Peter Johnson there on High Tide. We'll take a quick break and then we're going to pop up to Salamander Bait and Tackle. Hello there. I'm Sandy Roberts and I need your help. Ten Australians every day get diagnosed with an incurable disease that most have never heard of. The disease is called myeloma. In May of 2022, I was diagnosed with it. This is me asking you for your help to cure myeloma. Give generously and help me help Myeloma Australia find the cure. Donate today at www.myeloma.org.au. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. VIEW supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Why don't you take your taste buds on a chocolate holiday with the irresistible chocolates from Byron Bay Chocolate Company? A local success story, the family-run factory produces spectacular chocolates to match our spectacular region. Locally sourced nuts, fruits and berries are lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create these gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Treat yourself this holiday season. Try their world-famous Moon Macadamias. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at Quality Independent Outlets. You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300-310-503. Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg Ginger Beer is a true blue brew, a quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger. 
and a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew, Bundaberg Ginger Beer. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine eight. Two SM. Have your say. Text us on zero four five eight zero four nine two zero nine. On Two SM and the Super Radio Network. This is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. And it is 10 minutes away from 6 at 6 o'clock. We'll update the news. Well, let's go to Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, Coles Express Service Station. Tony, good morning. Hey, good morning, gents. How are you going? We're very good. Grant's making a few mistakes, but it's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's, doing, he's doing a Kieran. We'll, we'll no, pick him up later on, mate, eh? Yeah. He's a shocker. He's a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the shot? You are. Uh, look, Kieran. They, I'll pull that face. Can explain why all the gaps are? <laughs> tell <laughs> people why, why there's dead air all There's the no dead air. You're just not hearing it. <laughs> See, oh, I'm not the shocker. You're a technical moron. <laughs> it's a difference. Oh, <laughs> oh dear, dear. I'm telling you. You go, Tony. I'll pull his plate down. You go. What's happening fishing-wise? Fishing-wise, look, some good reports in around the bay, um, particularly Bruby, Stockton Beach. They're, they're still getting <coughs> plenty of whiting, anyone that's putting the effort in. And, you know, uh, if you're fishing there, I like to be there early. I'd be looking at cleaning and coming home at this time. So I try to get down there about 4 o'clock and, and fish till. Yeah, just a bit past first light. Um, you tend to, you'll catch them all day, but you tend to catch more under the cover of darkness, either early morning or late evening. Um, not too late, you know, like a session for me is probably three, four hours at max. But um, look, still plenty of uh, nice, good quality whiting being taken off um, Bruby and Stockton, obviously. Um, I had a guy in this morning that had fished uh, Boat Harbour and Fisherman's Bay or around that area. They never, they, they all got these secret spots, mate. Uh, but he brought in a 20 uh, litre bucket, um, one of those buckets that they use, and there was a, two snappers there. The tails were hanging over the top of it, and I mean, they were hanging over the top of it. So. They're out there. Uh, it's just a matter of you putting the effort in. Uh, but be aware of um, some big tides at the moment, and uh, it can turn on you pretty quick, uh, particularly fishing around the rocks. And, uh, yeah, wear a life jacket, that's all I can say, because <laughs> you can get caught, just turn your back, and you know it. Like Blake's back and trailers in, isn't it? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't it's turn your back on them. But how often do you see people walking down the street on the mobile phone or walking into things because oh. they're too busy with their phone? Well, that's yeah, allegedly why they drop the speed limit in the, in the city area down to 40Ks because people who come out of their office blocks and be listening to their Walkmans and walk straight out in front of buses. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. But anyhow, that's, that's everywhere, mate. I think, uh, 
yeah, uh, nothing we can do about it. Um, yeah, I had the grandchildren down here uh, fortnight ago, and uh, it was pretty good, uh, although they weren't that happy with me of an evening when I turned the internet off. <laughs> nothing wrong with that? Well, we get some office for at least an hour and a half, and, but it's the quickest way to get them out of their bedrooms, let me tell you. You turn it off and they come out and they say, something there with the internet is not working. And I say, yeah, I know, because I've turned it off, so you can have a talk, you know. <laughs> but you look, the fishing around here, that we're getting off the track a little bit, the fishing around here has been really great. <clears throat> As I said, plenty of fish been taken in the bay, um, Trumpet of whiting, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's a funny thing that uh, you can go to the DPI fishery book and they they show a picture of sand whiting, but there's nothing to indicate trumpet of whiting. Um, and, and, look, you'll catch plenty of them, and there is no size limit to them. There is a bag limit, I think. Uh, well, it is 20, but there is no size limit. And people... That can't identify them, you know, like the difference between a trumper and a, and a, and a sandy. So uh, I think it's a bit remiss of um, the DPI not to identify those species. It's just a little bugbear of mine. I'm continually showing people the difference between a sandy and a trumpeter, you know. Um, I like people to catch, catch a feed of fish, um, but, you know, they say, oh, look, we caught a heap of these little whiting and threw them all back. And I said, well, you know, were they sand whiting or were they trumpeters? So, and they don't know the difference. No. So it's 27 on my sandy and uh, no size on on trumpeters. They make a good feed. A lot of work involved, but they do make a good feed, the little trumpeters. Yeah. But all in all, it's a cracking day coming up here. Um Diesel prices still fairly high, although you can drive five hundred yards up the road and get it for a dollar seventy nine. So, yeah, no, uh, you just got to look around. That's it. Okay, Tony Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle Salamander Way Salamander Bay Coles Express Service Station four nine eight two zero seven double one. Mate, you've got that down pat. Have you got that written somewhere? No, it's off the top of his head. I had a tattooed on my wrist. <laughs> good work, guys. Have a good Thanks, day. Tony. See you, Tony. See you, bye. bye. Oh, my. Yeah, and you do the same with the complete angler? Yes. Although you yeah. did make a little fluff last week. Well, you? trying to decide whether you wanted Woodville Road at Villawood Villa or near the Meccano set. Near the Meccano set, yeah. 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 Don't both Maybe you just like to vary it up. That's the one. That's the one. We're going to take the, well. We're going to take the news, Kieran. You're going to take dead air. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> I like it when Kieran sledging you about panelling. <laughs> you there, bud? Are you still in I'm here. Days? <laughs> Coming up after the news, we're going to catch up with Pete. Sayer, I don't know why, but I'm here. Melinda Pavey, Al McGlash, and Paul Burt. What? possibly more could you want in the final hour of the Sunday program. We're going to do that on the other side of the news and we'll get a few uh, fish reports too from Kieran Riki after he listens to that dead air. <laughs> Thank you very much for the dead air. A pleasure, mate. Anything to help. Break now. We'll be back.